And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's Fancy Baseball 15, we'll discuss the flurry of two homer games and the hitters who had them. Like death and taxes, Dodgers get a Dodger. <laughs> I have That's not had uh, three co-crews yet. It works great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fancy Baseball in 15 for Tuesday, June 1st, presented by Topps. Check out Topps Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Topps baseball cards. I'm Al Melchior. I am here with Michael Beller. And a little bit of a different uh, story today, Michael. Some offense, some home runs, some dingers, some taters, whatever you want to call them. I like all uh, of it. I like it all. Let's call them everything. Let's do it. <laughs> Players going yard. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but we will uh, get to, unfortunately, something has been very familiar this season, uh, some injury news. Jack Flaherty leaving his start early with uh, a side injury that he sustained on the swing in the fifth inning, or actually the sixth inning, rather. Uh, so no further information there. But uh, the Cardinals have been going with Johan Oviedo as a spot starter if they needed a replacement. My guess is that that's who they would turn to. Um any interest there? And if so, is it time now to just make that preemptive move? Um, not interest in terms where I'd be making a preemptive move. He's been decent. I've used him personally as a streamer earlier in the season, and I think he's back on that radar, assuming that he is in Jack Flaherty's spot in the rotation. But I'm not going out and grabbing him in an emergency as though he's going to fill my that roster spot completely and just be on my roster until and unless Flaherty returns. All right. Yeah, definitely not a one-for-one one replacement. That That is for sure, but the, nobody would be, most likely. Uh, also, Adalberto Mondesi leaving early with a hamstring injury. Uh, Ramon Laureano expected to go on the injured list with a groin injury. Lorenzo Kane is now on the injured list with a hamstring injury. Uh, and better news, Pete Alonso activated on Monday, um, was on the IL with a sprained hand, and came back. It seems to be fine. Hit a home run against the Diamondbacks. So uh, good news there for Pete Alonso. Also, Victor Robles back with the Nationals. He was activated. And really good news here, Michael. Brian Hayes expected to be activated on Thursday, which is the earliest that he could be activated. He's been with the team. Um, took some uh, infield practice on Monday, so uh, nothing here to say except uh, hooray and, and get him in your lineup as soon as possible. Yeah, people who haven't had him maybe don't remember. I mean, this is an injury from the first game of the season, the second game of the season against the Cubs, and uh, he's been out since then, so uh, very happy to see him getting back on the field here. Yeah, we all are glad to see that. Uh, those who've been stashing Tony Gonsolin, some good news for you and for him. He's slated to make one more rehab start with AAA Oklahoma City this Wednesday. That should be the last one, and then he could be activated next week. More uh, Twins outfield news. Uh, just um, 
you know, it's just been one thing after another. Uh, Trevor Larnack day to day with a foot injury that he sustained on a hit hit by pitch that occurred on Sunday. Uh, Evan Longoria, he homered. He was part of this flurry of homers on Monday, uh, but then subsequently left with soreness in his side. Kyle Lewis, also an early exit on Monday with knee discomfort. Luis Severino, I uh, haven't talked or you know necessarily thought a lot about him in quite a while, but he is getting, getting ready to start a rehab assignment uh, this Sunday. So if all goes well there, about this time in July, we could see Severino back in the Yankees rotation. Also would be very fun to see. We all remember what he was pre-injury, how electric he could be, and would be great to see him back on a major league mound. So uh, the baseball fan in me says, fingers crossed that this all goes well. And uh, if he's sitting out there just as a free agent in your league, I know it. You know, you would have to be some, you know, somewhat of a unique league. But if he's sitting out there to grab, good time to stash him on your IL if you can. Yeah, now is the time. Absolutely. And just one closer note here from Monday, another save for JP Fireeyes, and he now has the last three saves for the Rays. So I think this begs the question, Michael, is this enough for us to assume that he's going to, if not be the sole closer, the the primary closer there? I think it is, and I think he needs to be just universally rostered across the board. This is someone who uh, can solve that woe that so many people have of finding saves. He's going to be the guy getting the bulk of the opportunities. Go get him if you can. All right. Sounds like a good idea to me. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's take a look at Monday's standouts with all those home runs, all these two homer games. Gavin Lux with a pair of homers. Uh, He's up to five on the season. Uh, Those uh, homers coming against the Cardinals. He's just been red hot uh, over his last 15 games. A 283, 356, 566 slash line. Uh, so I think it was just, you know, he, he is heated up right around the time where people were starting to have doubts about whether or not those numbers he put up in the PCL were really something that were going to come close to translating. Um, were, were you on team Lux all along? Did you have doubts? And if so, uh, are those assuaged now? Uh, I, I have been a, a member of team Lux, have him in my home league, have him in top wars. I actually just Traded him in my home league, but it's a little bit too convoluted to explain in a 15-minute show. So a little sad to see the two-homer game, but I do buy this. And, uh, you know, he was dealing with some injury early in the season. So to see him get this hot, this fast, showing that power, a couple uh, or this two-homer game here, I think that uh, this is a good sign of him rounding the corner. So I would feel pretty good if I had him on my roster right now. All right, and a Cubs offensive explosion against the Padres. Javier Baez with two home runs. He's now up to 13 on the season, and he was ranking really high in roto value among shortstops, even when he wasn't hitting for average. In the month of May, he batted 272, so off to a great start. Uh, uh, well, at least heading into June, I should say, with a, uh, some momentum. And Patrick Wisdom with a couple of home runs. He now has three on the season and looks like he should get some time uh, filling in at third base. So uh, Baez, you know, I think we know pretty much who Baez is. Uh, I'm not sure what new there might be to say there, but Patrick Wisdom, uh, how do you like his uh, fantasy appeal, at least for the short term? 
I think he's got it in NL only leagues, Al. I mean, he's going to play. The Cubs are so banged up with uh, David Bodie on the IL, Matt Duffy on the IL. Most are guys who are playing every day because of previous injuries. Eric Sogard just hasn't gotten the job done for the team as a utility infielder, and that's part of the reason why Patrick Wisdom is getting to play. Chris Bryant has not played the infield because of outfield injuries, too. Jack Peterson and Jason Hayward. He hasn't played the infield since late April, Al. He's been basically turned into, or hasn't played third base. He's been starting at first with Anthony Rizzo injured, but he hasn't started at third base since late April. He's been turned into an outfielder on this Cubs team because of all the injuries, and all that just goes back to say that if Patrick Wisdom keeps swinging this hot bat, and he was pretty hot at Iowa before they brought him up, he's going to get to play. So I think at least in NL-only leagues, the playing time's going to be there. He's swinging the bat right. I would go after him in those formats. All right, and yeah, the uh, Cubs... Uh, box scores they do look a little strange they look strange to the season yes. <laughs> uh but uh yeah providing an opportunity there for patrick wisdom and cesar hernandez with a couple of homers he's up to eight and you know initially this was uh just a note from from monday that i wasn't really gonna spend much time on but i thought well, okay hernandez is up to eight he's on a home run pace that he's never been on in his career and sure enough he really is backing that up with some extra power he's got a barrel rate per batted ball of 9.6%, which is pretty good just by any standard. And it's well above uh, Hernandez's norm. So uh, this is somebody that's been out there on waivers week in, week out in a lot of my leagues. And I think it's time for me to make sure he's still out there and, and add him for a little bit of power. Definitely worth looking at here and a leadoff man. And we know how much uh, we love going after leadoff men too. So uh, that's just another feather in his cap. Uh, I'm with you, Al. I would be thinking about adding him this week. Yeah, and the only thing is uh, no steals this year on top of no steals last year. Very, very strange kind of turn of uh, change of profile for Hernandez. Uh, so maybe just don't count on those steals. Uh, let's go to the pitching. There were some great pitching performances in spite of all the home runs. Johnny Cueto, I know you were excited about him as a streaming possibility against the Angels. He certainly paid off for anybody who did start him. Seven innings, just one run allowed, five strikeouts, uh, no walks for Cueto. Um so is this uh, just a, a situation where you can trust Cueto when he, he's pitching at Oracle Park or do you like him for you know broader appeal than just that? Eh, deeper leagues, perhaps, but no, I think this just confirms his status as a pretty solid streamer, a guy who should always be on our stream radar, a guy who can take advantage of good matchups and good pitching situations, but not someone who you're going to want to just trot out there as an everyday pitcher, every roster kind of player. All right. And I think the winner of the bizarre pitching line of the day goes to Tristan McKenzie. Ten strikeouts in five and a third, but gave up five runs on just four hits and two walks. So, uh, you know, you might have seen those five runs and just thought, okay, well, he's striking out batters, you know, in between all the hits and walks. And especially with McKenzie, you figure there had to be a lot of walks. Just two in five and a third uh, just had a a, a lot of damage that was done in the second inning. Almost all those base runners occurring uh, pretty much consecutively in the second inning got out of that jam and then you know cruised uh right through into the sixth inning so um and by the way eight eight straight strikeouts for mckenzie in the start too so very odd start but encouraging in a way gonna run into issues like that with the white Sox too right i mean they're gonna they'll be able to go hit hit walk hit hit on almost anyone and in the blink of an eye you've given up those five runs so i do feel a little bit encouraged that it was only two walks which we can say only four for tristan mckenzie and 10 strikeouts against a really good lineup i think that you know he is going to get a shot to be um you know a consistent starter for this team again and i kind of want to be there when he gets that shot 
All right, all right. And uh, Logan Gilbert, he was uh, up on Monday. Uh, talked a little bit about him on some previous shows. And I had noted on a, on a recent episode that really the the underlying stats weren't so bad. Um, and I think a Sierra was right about around four going into the start. Uh, and did turn out a very good start against Oakland. Six innings, two runs on five hits and a walk with five strikeouts. I mean, you'll take that every time. So is this confirmation that maybe Gilbert got a bit of, of a raw deal going early? Or is this still more just kind of wait and see and, and maybe take the chance with a good matchup? I would take the chance with a good matchup. But we also know what the ceiling is. With Logan Gilbert, it's a little different with him. I would be totally comfortable buying in on him as a let's give him a shot and see what might go right type of pitcher. All right. And then last pitching standout here to talk about Jorge Lopez. You know, you brought him up on the Athletic Fantasy Baseball podcast as a possible um, two start option for this week. I I wasn't seeing it, but <laughs> you were on to something. One run over six innings with seven strikeouts for Lopez. And really, he's he's not been bad. He's not been great, but, um, you know, c- kind of reliable enough for a, a two-start week. Yeah, definitely. And I really hadn't – I really wasn't in on it too much either, Al. I just liked the fact that he was getting two starts and that neither of them felt like they were going to be too taxing. I believe it's Cleveland who he's getting over the weekend. So uh, I think you and I will be talking about him as a streamer when we get to that point of the week. Yes, we will. Absolutely. And thank you for the smooth segue into the Tuesday streamers. We've got five to consider here. Eric Lauer getting another spot start for the Brewers after a really good one against the Padres. This time, degree of difficulty a little bit lower. He gets the Tigers uh, and Matt Boyd. Brady Singer goes against the Pirates and Will Crow. Andrew Heaney gets the Giants in San Francisco. They'll go with Alex Wood. And then a couple of starters who Probably aren't going to go as deep, but worth considering Ryan Weathers at the Cubs, uh, and they'll be going with Kyle Hendricks and Caleb Smith back in the Arizona rotation. He'll go up against the Mets and Marcus Stroman. So just to recap here, Lauer, Singer, Haney, Weathers, and Smith. Yeah, I'm going to rank them Lauer, Singer, Heaney, Smith, Weathers. Smith, Weathers, kind of off the radar for me just because of the fact that neither of them is going to pitch too deep. And again, you have to reach past Lauer, past Singer to get to those guys. Love those matchups against Detroit and against Pittsburgh. So I'd really be pretty excited about streaming those two guys. Heaney, I'd feel okay about. Weathers and Smith, I probably would just take a pass on. All right. Be interesting to watch them and see how deep they go into those starts because uh, there is some potential there. So uh, let's let's wrap things up here with the weekly gambling spotlight. Michael, what do you got for us? All right. Let's, uh, let's throw two out there today. I'm going to go Marlins over the Blue Jays. They are plus 135. On BetMGM, Sandy Alcantara and Robbie Ray is the matchup there. Robbie Ray's been great this season. Uh, Sort of flown under the radar how good he has been, and Toronto deserves a lot of credit uh, for helping him turn around. But, you know, if I get Sandy Alcantara against a comparable or maybe slightly worse pitcher in Robbie Ray and I'm getting plus money on it, I'm going to take that. I think that's just good process there, even if it doesn't end up working out. So give me Sandy Alcantara and the Marlins at plus 135 on BetMGM over the Blue Jays. And then uh, the NLE showdown between the Rays and the Yankees going on right now. Of course, the Rays took game one in that series on Monday. And something that jumps out, Yankees offensive woes continuing in that after getting swept over the weekend by the Tigers. They put up one run in that game against the Rays. And now, very tough assignment against Tyler Glasnow on Tuesday. Uh, BetMGM has the Rays installed as minus 120 favorites. I feel okay laying that, but also I would take a look at the run line. They got a cover by one and a half runs, as is the case on the run line for literally every MLB game. But you get them up to plus 135 there. Domingo Herman 
on the other side for the Yankees. This is one where I, I would be comfortable at least thinking about laying those one and a half runs and trusting the Rays because we have two teams that are uh, playing very different styles of ball right now. Rays the hottest team in baseball. Yankees can't seem to figure anything out. I like the Rays here. All right. Sounds good. By the way, I like the visual of a Blue Jay flying under the radar. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you said it. So <laughs> on that note here, we'll uh, wrap up this episode of Fancy Baseball 15 and just ask that if you do have a moment to rate and review this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. For Michael Beller, I'm Al Melkier, and we'll be right back here on Wednesday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.